Welcome to the Overtime Podcast with Sam and Guy. Once again, brought to you by nobody, but that's okay. Maybe one day. Guy, <laughs> what you been up to? Uh, not a whole lot, man. Uh, flying, as we loadmasters do. Yeah, I went on my check ride. Passed. Um, I'm sure that's. Thank you. I'm sure that surprises a few people in the squadron. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> surprise myself even sometimes. So um, uh, I got to pick up my uh, muzzle loader today. Finally got a new scope for it and uh, got it mounted professionally mounted. Um, good news for you, by the way. Uh, the so like the ah uh, oh shit. I'm drawing a blank. Fucking the what? Are you talking about the gun? Yeah. No. Um, the sight rings, though, that hold the scope. Okay. The brackets. There we go. Brackets. Um, anyway, yeah. Oh, man. We're off to a great start today. Yeah. The brackets that were holding the scope were actually uh, broken. So it was causing the, sc- the scope to be offset, which is why we couldn't get it fully centered. So you now have an, a legit excuse as to why you missed two deer last year. Hey, and that last one? Or the one before, I can't remember. I really thought I had it dead on, too. So, well, okay. I gave you that out, but I'm also going to say this. If you had those crosshairs right where you should have, you should have at least hit the damn thing. Let me have my excuse, okay? <laughs> You're trying to get me All right. Let well, me have well, it. I'll tell you what. We'll give you an opportunity to redeem yourself this season. We're only about a month and ten days away from some, uh, some fall deer action. I'm stoked. So stoked. And... And 50 days away from NFL regular season football. How about that? We're almost back. Well, hey, Ham. Speaking of deer, though, okay, we got to give credit where it's due. The Bucks won in the NBA championship. Oh yeah, I know. Congrats to the uh, Milwaukee Bucks uh, NBA championship, first one in like forever. Yeah, and LeBron and Steph Curry was not in it for the first time. When was the last time that happened? A long time ago. <laughs> That was nice to watch. It was, it was, it was a fun series. In a row, it was LeBron versus Steph Curry, or three or four years in a row. I was really hoping Chris Paul got a ring. You know, I know Giannis had some years on his on his career still, and he's probably going to end up getting a ring. So I wanted Chris Paul to get one, but it is what it is. Congrats to Giannis. Congrats to the Bucks. He really put in work. He's a good dude. I'm I'm happy that it's a city a city like Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You know. Um, shout out to Gianni Maldonado, you know, a good friend of ours, big time uh, Milwaukee fan. He he reps his he reps his hometown. So happy for him, happy for the Bucks, happy for the whole organization. Uh, congrats to you guys. Um, we're gonna get into our conversation for our conversations for the show. It's uh, pretty NFL heavy today with a little bit of college football. We'll talk about a little the uh, some of the new NIL uh, legislation. But uh, Sam, go ahead and kick us off, man. Yeah, so today we're going to start off by doing boomer bust first round draft picks. So, right. but we're only going to do skill positions because you know who cares about offensive linemen, right? Yeah, nobody cares about offensive linemen. I mean, defense is kind of cool, but defense is fun. Everyone yeah. loves to watch the offense and the offensive weapons: quarterbacks, wide receivers, tight ends, running backs. And so, let's face it, you and I know pretty much nothing about being an offensive lineman. <laughs> yeah. You stand up and you block somebody. I don't know. I, there's a lot of technique into that that I will probably never know. And hats off to those guys that are really good at it. Um, yeah, never never in a million years. So go ahead and get us started, man. All right. So the one everybody talks about and everybody knows, starting off with Trevor Lawrence, boom or bust. So I think in his first 
few years. I think eventually, boom. But I do not have confidence in Urban Meyer to be an NFL coach because, I mean, his favorite thing to do on third and short is uh, quarterback right up the middle from a shotgun formation. I don't think you can get away with that in the NFL. Trevor Lawrence, I mean, yes, he can run. He's athletic. But you don't want you don't want your franchise quarterback doing that every third and short. You, it's just – it's not – it doesn't fit the NFL. So once Urban Meyer finally leaves, I think he'll be fine. But until then, it's going to be a bust. Okay, as long as Trevor Lawrence doesn't die first. So is he a bust or a boom? I'll say bust because I'm worried. Because I'm worried about I'm, I'm worried about him staying healthy with Urban. This is like the highest highest touted. Is that a word? I don't know what that word means. Mm-hmm. Touted? Touted? Yeah, t- yeah. yeah, since Andrew Luck, right? Uh, well, Joe Burrow was last year too. They said the same things about Joe Burrow. Yeah, but this guy—I mean, they were like years ago. They're like, okay, no, they were number one. No, they were. They were. Um, and and I I think it, a lot of people fall victim to their situation, and I think Trevor Lawrence is going to fall victim to his situation with his coach. Um, I I mean, I'm an Ohio State fan. I loved Urban Meyer. He was great for us. Got us a national championship. I also hated him before that because he took one from us. But whatever. Um, not to bring up old shit, but. Um, Urban Meyer, I don't think his coaching style fits the or fits or his play style, offensive style fits the NFL. I and I, I think th- I think Urban Meyer is going to be a bust, not Trevor Lawrence. Yes, and so that's why I mean that's I I should clarify. I say bust because of Urban Meyer, not because of Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to get to the Jags in the playoffs a couple years down the road. Okay. So okay, so. So yeah, that's like I said, he's okay. So we'll say Urban Meyer bust. We'll say Trevor Lawrence boom. Yeah, he he, but he won't boom until Urban leaves. Trevor Lawrence, dude, he's so he's clutch. He's a sound decision maker. He can move around in the pocket. I don't know. I think he's gonna be. He's got some weapons in Jacksonville too. Well, they just signed Marvin Jones. They got uh, what's his name? Who's their number one? I forget what his name is. But he he's <laughs> the number one receiver. Oh, uh, Chark. Chark, yeah, they got Chark. Dude. He, he's Yeet, really good. Baby he's Chark, dude, dude, dude. Yuck! Don't do that again. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he's never had a good quarterback to throw to him. He's still been putting up good numbers, you know. So he's he's gonna thrive this year, I think. Not trying to show my hand in our fantasy football lineup, but I like Chark. Oh yeah, so do I. All right, ready for next one? Yeah, go ahead, hit me. Zach Wilson from BYU to the Zach Jets. Wilson to the Jets, bust. Um, Jets suck. Jets, Jets suck, man. I think uh, Jets are worse than the Jags. They are. No, that's just, that's a fact. Um, yeah, man. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say bust. They got him some weapons though. They got Corey Davis from the Titans. Even though I'm a Corey Davis hater through and through, I've never liked Corey Davis because he just he thrived last year in a contract year. But every time it's a big situation like playoffs. He chokes, he quits, whatever. I remember him sitting on the bench in the Ravens game because he had a goose egg. Sunday night football against the Packers, goose egg. He just he can't come through in big moments. But I mean, we're not talking about Corey Davis. But Zach Wilson has some weapons. I mean, I, th- I think he's going to be a boom. I guess we'll have to agree to disagree on that one. So we both agreed on Trevor. Boom yes. on him. You say bust for Zach Wilson, which bust. I actually think a lot of people think is going to be a bust. Big bust. A lot of people think that. 
You ain't in BYU anymore, buddy. Yeah. I mean, they they put some weapons around him. He he looks like somebody that would be in a Disney Channel movie. He kind of does. Anyway. All right. Go ahead. Next. Trey Lance. Ooh, Trey Lance. Big bust. All right. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, so I, I, I hate the pick by the 49ers. Um, let me get into this. So, first off, he's a North Dakota State product. He's only played FCS competition. Do you want to guess how many FCS defenders were drafted this year? How many? Guess. Zero? No, go ahead. <laughs> they're, 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 some were drafted. Uh, five. Two. Two. And I think and it was five total FCA, FCS players total. And then there were two, and two of them were defenders. One of the five, obviously, being Trey Lance. So, out of the five quarterbacks that were ta- out of the quarterbacks that were taken in the first round, these are the pass attempts by each quarterback, like total pass attempts throughout their career. Trevor Lawrence, one thousand one hundred and forty-seven. No surprise, he started basically midway, not even midway, at the beginning of his freshman year, all the way until today, or until his last game against Ohio State this past season. Zach Wilson, eight hundred and forty-one. Justin Fields, 622. Mac Jones, 560. Trey Lance, 319. Dude does not have a lot of experience. He's only played FCS competition, and he hasn't seen any kind of elite defense. Um, so, big bust for me. I, I can't believe they went Trey Lance, and I hate the pick. Who did you want? Um, let me guess. Let me guess. You wanted him to pick Justin Fields. Or Mac Jones. <laughs> Mac Jones. Walmart brand Tom Brady. Well, yes, but we'll get into that. I mean, even bit. Walmart brand Tom Brady would be pretty good, though. Yeah, better than, <laughs> better than uh, I don't know, whatever brand, Nike brand Trey Lance is probably still worse than Walmart brand Tom Brady. Yeah. Do you think he starts over Jimmy G this year? I mean, I think eventually. Uh, you know what? No. Because, okay, so... When you got to remember, the reason the Niners struggled last year was because their entire defense were missing their knees. Their Achilles, or not their Achilles, uh, RIP Cam Akers, we'll get into that, but their um, ACLs, like their whole defense. They were, they, had, they were running almost an entire second string defense the entire season. Yeah, what, and they went like 8-8 eight eight or something like that? So yeah, they, they, still didn't, they still didn't do, they weren't god-awful. So, and I mean... If Jimmy G, if Jimmy G's healthy and that defense is fine, no, Jimmy yeah, G's fine. Jimmy G just made the Super Bowl. Like, I'm honestly surprised they, with the third pick in the draft, they picked. They even traded up to get Trey Lance. Yeah, um, ridiculous. The 49ers by themselves, as they are, are perfectly capable of winning a Super Bowl, and I don't know why they're fucking with this. I don't know. Well, we'll see. All right, hit me with another one. Kyle Pitts. Boom or bust? Oh, boom. That's easy. Um, yeah, he's, he's a boom for sure. So he, Kyle Pitts, I mean, he is just ridiculous. Like, he is a prototype. And he goes to the perfect situation in Atlanta. Atlanta utilizes their tight ends and receivers constantly. I mean. They have, yeah, because they don't, they, they don't run the ball. They, they throw a lot. He's going to be a fantasy god. Like, he's going to be, be good. Insane. Yeah, I got Def- my eye on him in fantasy draft too. So. Yeah, I think everybody does. Because I bet he'll still drop a little bit. Maybe tight end. I mean, I don't know. There's gonna be something. There's gonna be somebody. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, he's in a great situation. Great athlete. Great player. I don't see 
any bust potential there. I think he's a boom. Okay. All right. No, you're ready for this one. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. My guy. Actually, so um, there, there's a video out there of my reaction when the Bengals drafted Jamar Chase, and I wasn't happy because I wanted another offensive lineman because Joe Burrow's never going to be able to throw to him if he's on his back or looking for his knee again. Um, did, did y'all end up getting an offensive lineman? We did. We, we did end up doing getting second drafting round. offensive lineman. Was it the second round? Did you yeah, from the second round. We got the uh, tackle from Clemson. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So, you got one. Yeah, we got one. And well, plus, we also signed some offensive linemen, uh, some tackles in free agency. So, I mean... We they, they may have solved the issue, so I'm going to be optimistic about this. And I'm um, oh, just about the Jamar Chase because I mean he's a fantastic wide receiver, and whether he plays for the Bengals or not, he will be a boom. So uh, his arrival will bring immediate deep presence to Cincinnati, which is something they didn't already have. Um, his 24 uh, deep catches in 2019 are the most we've ever seen in a college season. Um. Oh, that, that was with Burrow, right? That was with Burrow. Yeah. So, side relief for Zach Taylor because um, Bengals had the worst deep passing attack in the NFL last season. Let me read you some stats. Deep completions last season, 15, dead last. Deep completion percentage, 20.5%, dead last. Deep touchdown passes, two, tied for last. Deep contested target percentage, 42.5%, 42.5%, meaning that's how many of their deep passes were contested. That is the highest in the NFL. Man, if only John Ross was drafted to fix that problem. Oh, wow. Weird. But you know what? He's a little pansy and is always hurt. So screw him. Softer than grandma's quilt. You ain't kidding. So anyway, um, T, I mean, T Higgins is going to be a really good spot. Is going to be really good. He's going to benefit from this. Um, Jamar Chase, but yeah, Jamar Chase himself is going to be a boom, and that's actually a pretty loaded offense. If as long as the offensive line does their, even does remotely their job, because you're going to have Jamar Chase, you're going to have T. Higgins, who was a great last year. By the way, Tyler Boyd is still pretty good. He's he that's a 1,000 yard receiver, and then you've got Joe Mixon at running back, who is top tier when it comes to running backs, and then you have Joe Burrow. So if you're a defensive coordinator, you doubling Jamar, or you doubling. T. Higgins. You got a double. You got it. I think you got it. Well, I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, honestly, it's going to be who has the hot hand, right? So I think defenses at the start, they're not going to double anybody. They're just going to play the normal defense. If Jamar starts torching you, you start doubling Jamar, which is going to screw you because now you have Boyd or, or T. Higgins that you have to worry about because all three are pretty good wide receivers. See, that's a problem I like to have in Tennessee, too. You double Julio, you got A.J. Brown. You double A.J. Right. Brown, you got Julio. Yeah. So, um, and then we also have uh, Uzama back at tight end. He wasn't, like, blowing up record books, but he was still doing fairly solid for Joe for uh, Burrow at the beginning of uh, the last season. Isn't he hurt a lot? He got hurt last year. He, he's not, like... Super injury prone. Uzoma, right? Uzoma, Uzoma, Uzoma. Yeah, I'm a fan of the team. I don't, I don't even fully know. So, anyway, um, and so, yeah, definite boom. Yeah, I say boom too, especially with his old quarterback in that system. He's he's gonna thrive. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right, Jalen Waddle from Alabama to the Dolphins. Boom or bust? Uh, boom. Um, I have a, my, my comp for him is kind of like Will Fuller, um, and minus the performance enhancing drugs. I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> you know that doesn't. Uh, you, you never want to see a player uh, get caught or doing that. I say get caught <laughs> doing that. Period. But um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say boom. Um, He's back with his old quarterback in Tua. Uh, I think Miami is primed to do something. I, as long as Tua can live up to what even – if Tua can come close to what he's supposed to, he'll, the Dolphins are going to be a very good team. Man, I still – even though that's his old teammate, like I still just don't believe in Tua at all. I don't like Tua. Well, I mean – I think he's going to hurt Jalen Waddles. Well, I say I'm, – I'm talking Waddle here. Waddle boom. If we were talking about Tua, I'd say bust. Yeah, but he can't boom if the quarterback can't give him the ball. He'll go somewhere else eventually. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm talking, like, first contract, you know. Well, I mean, okay, well, that, we, that was, we, we just talked about Trevor Lawrence, how he's, gonna, how he's not going to be great under Urban, but once Urban goes, he'll be just fine. Well, I, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be great either way. Like, I think mm. he's going to take a freaking 1-15 Jaguars team and make him a wild card Contender, okay. So, like, I th- I think he's a boom because he's gonna immediately make that team. Much no, I'm, I mean I'm. You're saying Trevor? Trevor. Okay, well, okay. So back to Waddle. No, I, you know I'm gonna stick to my guns. I'm gonna say boom. I still I believe he can be. Just, I can believe he. I think he's a bust because of the uh, system. Okay. All right. Next one up. Is Devontae Smith went to the Eagles? Okay, um, I'm gonna say bust for Devontae Smith. So um, when I look at Devontae Smith and when I watch him, he, I I think of Chad Ochocinco or Chad Johnson. That's who he reminds me of. His suddenness, his quickness. Um, however, well, he's an elite route runner. Like he's oh yeah, I mean his quickness and everything runner. makes is what gives him that. And then Chad Chad Ochocinco was also a very good route runner. He's 170 pounds. That's what I'm here. Here's what I'm getting at. That's what everybody says. So yeah, I mean I'm not saying anything new here. That's uh, my biggest concern and why I think he's going to be a bust is because I don't think he's going to be able to stay healthy in the NFL, in the NFL. He's, he's 22 pounds lighter than Chad Johnson was. He's six foot 170, dude. That was what I was like my sophomore year of high school. That's what I was. <laughs> yeah, I mean now that helps him be able to be so quick and so agile and change direction on a dime. But I mean, Chad Johnson was 192 pounds at six one, and he was small as a receiver. I I, I think Devontae Smith is going to catch one hit. It, all it takes all it takes is one one guy you're not you weren't you didn't know was there, and you're going to be knocked out. You're you're going to be wondering where the where in the hell you are. I, I think he's I'll say bust because of his where he was drafted. Well, like the Eagles, tenth overall pick and going to the Eagles. So Eagles system, obviously quarterbacks kind of shaky. Um, not in a good passing system right now. Not in a good anything system. I think <laughs> Eagles overall are pretty garbage, but they are. Tenth uh, overall pick. I don't think he's in a good system. I say bust, even though he's an elite route runner. I think he's going to have a good career still. Just he's going to get off to a real slow start. Um, yeah, definitely going bust with him. But caveat to this, you know, there's talks of Deshaun Watson going to the Eagles. 
I don't think it matters because I mean, no. If Deshaun Watson goes there, Devonte Smith is escalated very high. Like I think he's going to be really good if Deshaun Watson goes there. Well, I mean, my reasoning wasn't wasn't because of he's with the Eagles. I don't think I don't care who he goes with. He's 170 pounds. Dude's going to get his bell rung once, and he's going to be drooling on the sideline. Dude, the quarterback play matters so much. I mean, yeah, as long as I mean, as long as he can get by these big NFL DBs that are going to be trying to jam him, and he doesn't well, that's die. Why he has good route running. That's why he went tenth overall. I mean, like he's going to get jammed, but he's going to get out of that real quick with his elite speed and route running. His quickness. Okay. Well, uh, I'm, well, I mean, I don't, I don't want anybody to be a bust. As a matter of fact, I gained a tremendous amount of respect for him during the national championship when my Buckeyes got publicly victimized by him. Like, yeah. I mean, I, that, that's the only time I've ever watched a football game against, like, I've watched my team get their ass whooped. Well, it's one of the only times I've ever seen Ohio State get their ass whooped. But, like, like I had, like, I wasn't even mad. I was like, damn, that guy, that was incredible. I was, I was impressed by what I saw. Um, so, if anything, I have, a, I, like, this isn't a hate take. Like, I actually have a massive amount of respect for him as a, as a player, but I just don't, I'm, I'm worried about him. I'm worried about his ability, not or not his talent, but his um, ability to stay healthy. Yeah, we'll see. And did he have health problems in Alabama? I don't remember. Well, no, because he could just in college, you can just run by everybody. Yeah, well, those college players end up going to the NFL at some point. Only the fast and strong ones. Yeah. <laughs> Only the good ones. Well, I, I mean, mostly. he might. I don't. I don't know if it's going to be an injury thing. I just think he's in a bad situation. But that's okay. why those teams draft wide receivers that high is to make it a better situation. Oh, yeah. No. All right. Who's next? Justin Fields. Justin Fields. So We already kind of talked about this last pod. Or was it two pods ago or something like that? A little bit. Um, I'm going to say I just be – I mean, there may be a little bit of a of uh, bias coming out, you know, being a Buckeye fan and – how much he did for us, and how much I like him. Um, I am. I'm worried about again. Like I'm worried about the system he's in. I'm worried about Matt Nagy as a head coach. Um, Matt Nagy hasn't had an elite offense since he's been there. However, he's had Mitchell Trubisky as the quarterback. So I mean, how much is he to blame? Um, I'll, say, I'll say boom because I think he's going to get a second contract. Like I think he's going to yeah. be. He's not going to be elite. He's not going to come out and be a Patrick Mahomes or whatever. But He'll be good. He'll, He'll be, be a boom. Enough to get a second contract. Yeah, so. definitely going to be. I, I mean, I'm definitely on the side of boom. Um, I'm clearly rooting for him because uh, you know you want to see your college team, your the players that played for your college teams do well. Um, yeah, I think he, I, I think he'll be just fine. I, I I hated the criticism he got. I thought it was like he. I've never seen a quarterback that was as good as he is get. I haven't seen anybody. That is that's a first round talent. Get the criticism he got leading up to the draft, like anybody at all. Yeah, I don't I mean, know where it came from. I don't know why it was happening, but I, I don't. It was just, it was so bizarre. It, because he's an Ohio State quarterback, and he's one of those dual threat. Wait, is he a dual threat quarterback? He's not that fast, right? Uh, he's stupid fast. He has a four. He's a four four forty. However, I can I, I can you if you ever go back and watch any of his games. At Ohio State, you you'll see. He's a playmaker. You'll well, I mean, he gets out of the pocket very well. I, I compare him to Russell Wilson. I think he, uh, minus I mean, he's just a bigger Russell Wilson. So he gets out of the pocket. 
very well. But the entire time, he has his, he has the ball up here, ready to throw, eyes downfield. He doesn't want to run. He wants to throw the ball. He yeah. wants to find his receivers. That's dangerous. Someone that can make a play, but his first thought is to throw it. Ryan Day drilled, drilled the want to run out of him. He can run. He will run if nobody's open. And if he's got a lane, and he, but he he's gonna make damn sure there's nobody that you that he can throw to first. But you, you know how that is. Like you see a dual threat quarterback come out of Ohio State. Who who was the last one that just was a huge bust? Was Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. I think he's the reason people look down on him. Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins wasn't a dual threat though. But he, no, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, you know, that's what I was thinking. About. He's slow. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins is slow. Yeah, and yet slow. Urban Meyer still wanted to try and That's run right. him. But anyway. But I think they compare him to Dwayne Haskins, and they're like, oh, this guy's going to suck just as bad. Justin Fields is far more mature than Dwayne Haskins is or was. I don't know. He may have had a come-to-Jesus moment with uh, Mike Tomlin there in Pittsburgh. Um that was, his, that was his problem. That was That's Dwayne Haskins' problem. He's got the talent to do it, but he's just too immature. Uh, Justin Fields is far more mature. He's far more composed as a, pl- as a person and a player. And I think Justin Fields just wants it more, and I think you can. I think that's proven by this past offseason when the Big Ten said no football. He led. He led the charge to bring it back, and he did bring it back. All right, next one. Yep, go ahead. <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> little squeaker. <laughs> Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Um, all right, so let me read this pre-draft analysis, and you tell me who it sounds like. We all <laughs> we all know who it sounds like. All right, go ahead. Jones is a fast processor with mental toughness who knows how to read the field. He has a quick release, anticipates well, and consistently leads receivers to yards after the catch. Jones is not much of a threat to run, but his pocket presence and ability to maneuver stands out on tape. Oh, my God. It sounds like Tom Brady. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Walmart brand Tom Brady. I mean, Walmart brand Tom Brady. I mean, anyone... Is Walmart brand Tom Brady replacing Tom Brady? I mean, like, Tom Brady's just ridiculous how many Super Bowls he's won and go to Tampa and win another Super Bowl with a team that just went 7 and 9. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, so um, for Mac Jones, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Mac Jones a boom because I like Mac Jones. Um, coming into this past college football season, I said Mac Jones, I, I said Alabama was going to be just fine because. We know we 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 know a few SEC friends. We have a few SEC uh, fans as friends, and they were ta- they were saying like Alabama's not going to be a threat. I'm like, no, dude. Like they got Mac Jones. Did you like? Did you see the points they were putting up when Tua went down? They were still putting up forty plus points. Yeah. Um. So, Mac Jones is more than capable. Uh. He's. I mean. He's with Bill Belichick. Belichick. I mean, he he was still there for those six rings too. Um. I think he's going to need a little bit more help than Brady had. I mean, because he's not Tom Brady. Tom Brady can, you know, Tom Brady won six rings with, you know, not a, not a whole lot of help. But I mean, Matt Jones, I think will be just fine if you give give him give him a little bit of help, give him a running game, give him maybe a receiver that he can rely on and or or a tight end. I think he'll do just fine. I think he's a bust. Okay, go ahead. Like, all right, I think he's better than Cam Newton. I'll say that. I think Cam yes. Newton's washed. He's an upgrade. Cam Newton's just it's time for him to take a backup role because he's just not that good. But Mac Jones, like, he was never just, uh, you know, he never lit it up in college. I mean, and he played with multiple top ten talent skill positions. Najee Harris, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell, 
a fairly elite O-line, you know, like he has all the weapons around him. Now he's going to face even tougher defenses, less weapons. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you could say he didn't light it up when he assisted his wide receiver in getting a Heisman Trophy. And he was a Heisman Trophy finalist. Okay. I will say you can't really light it up unless you have a decent quarterback. But Tua was also lighting it up in college, and he looked like garbage his first year in Miami. Well, I mean, anybody can – you never know until they get – until they get to the league, but I mean, well, that's, that's why we're speculating right now. <laughs> it's the whole point of the game. No, but I mean, like anybody can light it up. Anybody can light it up in the league and then suck, or anybody can light it up in the league and still be good. I mean, Peyton Manning lit it up, and look what he was. Tom Brady did not light it up. Look where he's at. Yeah, but Peyton Manning was a top pick. Like everyone knew he was going to be elite. Okay. Well, Tom Brady did not light it up. He was in a two QB system when he was with that team up north. Tom Brady doesn't count because his situation is just that doesn't happen. You don't get. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's once in a. That's probably once in. Like that'll never happen. Yeah, that'll probably never happen. I I was gonna say once in a lifetime. Like no, that's once in like ever. Yeah, that will not ever happen again. But I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of Max Jones. I think he'll be. Efficient, maybe. He won't light it up or anything, but he'll get the job done to maybe get to 8-9. I mean, I like him. I think he, I think it's going to – it's definitely a uh, upgrade over uh, Tom Brady – or not Tom – fuck, not Tom Brady. <laughs> Cam Newton. <laughs> uh, um, I'm going to go boom. All right. Because, I mean, I can't go in between. So, I'm going to say boom. Next one is Kadarius Tony. To the New York Giants from Florida. Um, I hope Boom because he's now on my fantasy league for my keeper league, but I'm going to say bust. Why? Uh, I think it's quarter. I mean, kind of, I guess the reason you kind of gave for uh, Waddle, I'm going to kind of say the same thing. Uh, I'm you not like I, Danny Dimes? No, Danny Dimes. Not, not a whole lot of faith in him. Also, um, he didn't hit his first 100-yard game last season until they gave him, like, full authority on option routes. Like, he doesn't line up on the outside, even though he's got the sides too. He has good separation skills, though. He can move like nobody else. I watched him during the senior bowl, and he was tearing it up. He, he did pretty well. I, I, he moves like nobody else, but the fact that he never wants to line up outside and he, only, and he, he doesn't run just, like, strict routes, he has to have option routes to be successful – Kind of worries me, so I'm going to say bust. But I mean, they just got Kenny Galladay too as their number one receiver. So I mean, I think he could benefit from that. But we'll see. I don't know. You I know see. what? And you know, and again, this is all speculation. I could be completely wrong here. Saquon Barkley could be great. Kenny Galladay could be elite, and then you know he could be the guy that's like, okay, well, they have to focus on these two guys, and here I am, wide open. So give me the rock. Yeah, I'll say. I'm sorry. Give me the pigskin. I'm not talking about basketball here. I'll say bus as well. All right. Same reasons. All right. Last one. Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman. I'm going to say boom. So the so the only thing you could say bad about the Ravens is was their passing game last season. So the Ravens ranked 31st league wide in yards after the catch from their receivers since 2019. 
Uh, Bateman forced 36 – so in, in college, so Bateman also sat out this past season. So this is also 2019. Uh, Rashad Bateman forced 36 missed tackles, and he recorded 905 yards after the catch. That was uh, ranking 8th and 16th, respectively, respectively among the Brown. Yeah, so um, some more stats. Last season, the Ravens were dead last in passing yards per game. Lamar run ball every time. Okay. Lamar Jackson was 20th in total passing yards. Everybody that was lower than him did not play a full season. They only played like half a season, got injured, or the beginning portion of a season got injured. Uh, um, Joe Burrow played like six less games than him and was like only a few hundred yards short of him. Um, and then, and I mean, on every other passing staff, they're the bottom half of the league. Now, like you said, they are also they also ran the ball more than any other team. Tennessee Titans were second, but they had the most rushing attempts than than any other team. Um, Lamar Jackson himself ran for a thousand yards, so I mean that could play into this a little bit. But they did they they definitely needed wide receiver help because all they had all they had at the time was Hollywood Brown and then their tight end. But so I think Rashad Bateman is going to be put in a situation where they can definitely have a reason to use play action more. Because now they have a three-headed horse at the passing attack, or I'm, I'm sorry, a three-headed monster at the passing attack, and they're tied in. Um, Hollywood Brown and Rashad Bateman. Play action is going to be a much bigger thing now for them, and they're going to have more passing yards. I still don't think his stats will mirror a boom, though. I mean, I think he's going. I think he's a good player. I think he's going to be a good player, but he's not going to get the opportunities unless he, you know, uses yards after the catch to. To make something happen, I I, yeah. I don't. It's not going to be. It's not going to be an immediate. It's not like he's not going to start lighting it up the first couple of weeks of the uh, season. But they're going to figure it out, and he, I I think he's going to be a boom. I don't know. I tell you what, fantasy football. I'm not drafting any receiver that goes to the Ravens. Maybe okay. <laughs> I mean, all right, we'll see. Uh, breaking news: The 49ers have signed their quarterback that they just picked Trey Lance to his rookie contract he gets a four-year fully guaranteed deal worth 34.1 million dollars I hate how everyone acts like not nothing against you I hate how everyone acts like that stuff is breaking news I mean like, it's not really we know they're gonna sign yeah they're gonna we sign know for how much but now we know how much money which is that seems like a lot for I mean we both said we both said bust so he's, he's getting twenty-two million as a signing bonus. Top three pick as a quarterback, you're gonna get a shit ton of money. Yeah, I mean, again, we both think he's gonna be a bust. So I guess that's kind of what I'm coming at. But I think, like, I can't believe they're signing this guy to that much money. So I guess the breaking news part was the amount of money that he got, not so much that they signed him. Yeah, tune in for more riveting news. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, guess what? They're going to sign their first round quarterback. All right, uh, who else you got? That's it. On to another no, no, player. No, no, no. You're missing some. You're missing some people. Who did I miss? Say it. Who did I miss? You missed Najee Harris and Travis Etienne. I did because I was looking for wide receivers. Nerd. All right, Najee Harris, Boomer Bust. Boom. That, that's probably the easiest one on this list. Najee Harris, 100% boom. Najee Harris is six foot two, two hundred and thirty pounds. Derrick Henry is six three, two hundred and forty. He's basically Derrick Henry, who can run routes out of the backfield and catch passes. So I think he's he will be more explosive, and I think he will have better fantasy numbers than Derrick Henry does. 
Um, he's big Fancy enough. Numbers, yes. Rushing yes. yards, no. Well, maybe not. Maybe not rushing yards. Well, also because well, also because Pittsburgh's not going to sit there and run the ball like Tennessee does. Yeah, they don't, uh, so, they don't run the ball at all. Well, well because so Pittsburgh was the season was 30th in rushing attempts per game, 32nd in rushing yards per game, and 27th in rushing touchdowns per game. So no, they did not run the ball out. But then again, they didn't exactly have somebody to run the ball with. Yeah, they got what a tight end running the ball. Right. So Connor, he's half hurt the whole time. Right. So Harris has what it takes to endure, like you know, the every down punishment he can get in the NFL. He's got the size for it. He can be that workhorse. Um, and like I said, he possesses the unique pass catching ability out of the backfield that the Steelers passing game, which they like to pass, that they can use from the jump. Um, he actually, before the 2020 college football season, he spent a lot of extra time um, as a pass catcher. And he did a lot of drills and he really wanted to refine that part of his game because he wanted to add an extra element to his game. Um, and it worked. He, 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 I think out of all, everybody in this draft, he is the closest thing to a sure thing. Even that's up. That's more than Trevor Lawrence. That's more than Jamar Chase. That's more than anybody. Oh yeah. I think he is the only sure thing in this draft. Again, a ton of respect for him, especially after, again, I, I watched, I watched him victimized by Buckeyes, um, but gained a lot of respect for him. So, um, yeah, uh, uh, big boom. What about Travis Etienne? Bust. Um, so, for some reason, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why they picked them in the first place because they've already got Robinson. Um, Urban Meyer wants to make him a wide receiver for some damn reason. I mean, he's 5'10", 205 pounds. That doesn't scream wide receiver body to me. Um, he's short and stocky when when it compares to. When you, when you compare him to other wide receivers or other NFL players in the league, um, he had ball security issues in 2021. And I'm sorry, in 2020, he lost three fumbles. So I, uh, I remember watching some games where he fumbled. Yeah, and I, I, I just I just don't think he fits. He's going to be able to fit what Urban wants to do with him. Yeah, I mean, definitely a bust for being picked in the first round by the Jags. I think. I don't think he's gonna be a bad player, but I thought it was terrible. I thought it was a terrible. Yeah, that was us. a terrible pick. I can't believe it's just again. It's more like, come on, Urban, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, it's it's almost like so. It reminded me of the Titans last year when we drafted a backup running back in the third round. I'm like, you're not even gonna use him. Like, why are you? You got Derrick Henry. <laughs> you give the ball to him freaking thirty times a game. You're not gonna use that backup. But you know, they had they had. Like much more dire needs at pick twenty five than Agreed. Travis Etienne. Well, I totally agree, man. All right, we're ready to transition. Yeah, we can podcast. go ahead and uh, slide on over to our next topic of conversation. So, if you haven't heard, which I guess I was talking to some people today and they haven't heard, Richard Sherman recently got arrested on multiple charges. Charges. Um, you want me to read the charges now, or do you want to play the nine one one call first? Yeah, read the charges, and then I, I'll right. uh, we'll give a little bit of backstory as to what all happened. Then we're going to play a little clip, and I kind of talk about that clip. Uh, all right. So charges include two domestic violence counts, criminal trespass in the second degree, and malicious mischief in the third degree. I think that's really funny. Malicious mischief. Like, what exactly is malicious mischief? Malicious mischief. 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 Whatever. How do you say it? Yeah, so I think that's just a funny word, malicious mischief. Anyway, um, along with resisting arrest, 
He had to be taken down by a cannon unit. So, uh, firm missile went and got him. Um, driving while under the influence and reckless endangerment of roadway workers. So it, this was a, this was really weird because so I was I'm, I was reading about the arrest, and like they were like when the cops got there, he was actually playing it cool at first, right? And like even one cop, even one cop was joking with him about how he used to be a valet worker and he parked Sherman's car for him because this happened in Washington. Really. Um, and he started getting combative when, or not necessarily combative, but he started resisting once they kind of told him, like, hey, dude, you know, we got to take you in. Um, but they're trying to be cool about it because obviously they know who this guy is. He's all, they also didn't want to fight him be, or yeah, wrestle with him because yeah, NFL, NFL athlete, man. I don't want, I don't care what position you play. I'm not, not if I'm not a police officer, I'm like, yeah, so here's my taser. Unless you're a kicker or a punter. Uh, do you, do you, I don't know, man. Pat could be a little thick. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to fuck with a punter or a kicker either. But um, so he starts, he's, he basically starts running away. And then um, Ferguson deployed, takes him down, and then you know, and then a cop tackles him and they arrest him. And then afterwards, he was perfectly respectful. He even joked about he even joked with the officer that took him down, like about his form tackling. I'm like, hey man, nice form. Um, so I don't know, it was weird. He he seemed to be having mood swings. Um, they took him to a hospital to for treatments for the for treatments with the dog bites because he was taken down by the canine. Um. He uh, he did not receive bail, which I thought was a little weird at first. Like he there was he was staying in jail until he saw a judge. And but the Redmond Redmond Police Department, with who responded, who was the one, booked him basically, said that is nor that that's pretty normal when it comes to uh, domestic violence cases. They don't give anybody and they don't give if you're brought in for domestic violence, you don't get bail until you see a judge. Um. So anyway, since then, when he he's now seen a judge. And he has pled guilty, or I'm sorry, pled not guilty to five charges, which initially, when I read that, like, how in the hell can this man plead not guilty to all these charges when they, when they clearly have videos of him doing the things that they're saying he did? Um, I thought it was a little weird. It's just like a legal thing, right? Yeah, so basically, um, it's, it's allowing his uh, overpriced lawyers to get a deal for him. Um, yeah. it, it, he, he's eventually going to plead guilty and accept whatever happens to him. And this is he's just letting his lawyers play their games and basically get him a lesser chart or a less a lesser sentence, whatever it is. Yeah. So, um, this I mean, this is so, because Richard Sherman, other than the time he blew up on TV about Michael Tra Crabtree. Pretty even killed guy. Seems like a really nice guy. I mean, he's very well spoken, for the most part. I know he puts a lot of effort into that. I mean, he, uh, he went to Stanford, so maybe that has something to do with it. But um, I don't know, man. It seems kind of weird. So I'm gonna play this video. Okay. So this is hopefully this comes through the mic well for you guys. We tested it earlier, but we'll see. So this is Richard Sherman. His, his wife, I can't remember her name, Ashley Sherman. Yeah. So she called 911, and I'm, I'm going to play the audio of the call, and we'll kind of talk about it. It's, it's pretty interesting. All right, go ahead. 
That was it. <laughs> okay. Um, two. <laughs> he drank two bottles of liquor. God dang. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, that's a, okay. So, <laughs> okay, two bottles of liquor. First off, I'm impressed he's still standing. Um, uh, let alone trying to run through the door like he was. Uh, I guess that was his uncle or his in-law. I don't know. He said he was wrestling with his uncle. That's kind of weird, but like in the video, he kept screaming at at Ray, which I which I thought was was his father in law. So I don't I I would like to know how this all started, why he was trying to fight those guys, like what happened. But besides that, what is with the, the dispatcher on that one or the nine one one operator? Geez, that's <laughs> dispatcher nine one one Karen. Yeah. It's like, don't tell me how to do my job. <laughs> like, uh, like, okay, I, okay I, look, you're supposed to be calming these people down and getting information, not telling them, like, you, you know, basically telling them off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that that's that 911 dispatcher sucks. Uh, yeah. So look, I understand that is a very difficult job being a 911 operator. 
Um, but you've got to be better than that. Like if somebody, somebody's obviously freaking out, what, the way, the, how she reacted and behaved was not helping the situation yeah, at all. They called and they're like, just please help. Like this person, you know, my husband's fighting, like this and that. Yeah, like, like, and she's trying to answer do my job. She's, try, she's trying to answer her questions to you, and she's like, don't interrupt me. I'm like, um, I'm answering your question. <laughs> what do you mean don't interrupt you? Yeah. What's his birthday? Why in the hell does she need to know his damn birthday? That's a good yeah. What I mean, in the hell does that how does that help the arresting officers? I don't know, I mean Yeah, I don't know a specific birthday, like why they would need to know that. I mean the only on the only like, how old is he? Thirty five. Okay, cool. The only thing I can think of is maybe to verify the driver's license. Maybe. Oh. oh, just to verify identity, um, or just to, or or maybe just to know how old he is, so they know the kind of what they're dealing with. Because I mean, I, she, she, I mean, you hear the, I mean, the wife says he's Richard Sherman. Well, I mean, not everybody's gonna know who that is. I mean, and that dispatcher is like so combative, like yeah, she like I, she must have had a bad day. Um, cause, uh, and you know what? I, I've never been, I have never been, and I, I, I we keep saying dispatcher, not, they're 911 operators. The dispatchers are the one that actually, um, I think, I think, they're, I think they're separate from each other. Anyway, um, look, obviously I've never done that job. I know it's a highly, it's a high stress job. They're people, I mean, mo- it, I just, I, I wish that that w- that would have been handled better because these people are supposed to be they're the immediate reaction to somebody who is quite possibly having the worst day of their life. Yeah. Like her husband's out here fighting people and threatening to kill himself and hang himself. And she's acting like that. That that's not and she's worried about herself like you need to stop talking to me like that. Yeah, that's not okay. Um yeah, you need to like I mean, th- aren't they supposed to calm you down and just like, They're okay. supposed to try. Yeah, like we're on our way. Don't worry. You know what? What? What can we get you? Like, where are you at? Yeah, here. Like, hey, hey. You know, this is what you need to do. You need to go to this place. You need to like go somewhere in your house. You need to calm down. Try and relax. Wait for wait for officers to show up. Okay. Like, have everybody in the house gathered together or something like that. Whatever that. What they're supposed to be instructing and helping. They should. They're not supposed to be like having a verbal argument. It's ridiculous. Like how jack. I mean, I guess I would be that jacked up if I drank two bottles of liquor. Like, I mean, I mean, I'd be passed out. I've seen. I mean, I've but. seen. You know, we we've seen some dudes do it, but I I no way in hell I'd be able to do that. Jeez. That. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know that. So he's <laughs> not getting signed anywhere soon. Um, probably not. That's my next question. He's a free agent. Does he get signed by anybody? I would say no. Probably not. Because teams aren't going to make that kind of investment. Not this close to the season. Not when an incident this close to the season has happened. I think he's probably done. He's older. I think he's probably done. It depends. Well, I guess it depends how bad these charges are. I bet he still wants to play, and I bet. I mean, he's, he, I bet he can get a cheap deal somewhere. Like, well, that's that's the only reason I would sign him because if you can get, him, I mean, I don't know if you're, I, I highly doubt you can get him for this year because he's going to have legal issues. But if for whatever reason you can get him this year, that's going to be a cheap contract, and he's still a good DB. Yeah. So he's a little slow though. He get burned. I mean, he's older. Yeah. But he's still better than half the DBs out there. I don't know. I'm interested to see how it all shakes out. But yeah, I feel. I mean, I feel bad for him. I mean, I liked it. I liked the statement that he released, um, basically saying like how 
he's getting the help he needs. Which I mean, good. You know, if if somebody's for what like alcoholism, or? uh, mental health. Apparently, he's been having issues. Um, he 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 came out and said that he's been having issues, and he's getting the help he needs to fix his to fix him. Which is, and you know what, if he if I hope he's. I hope that's right. I hope he actually is because you know, especially if you're sitting there screaming, you're going to kill yourself. I mean, you got you got issues. Yeah. Not, 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 not that like you're not human or you're just a bad person. If you're thinking that, but like, um, like you have men- you, like you have issues with the, like your mental health, and if you're getting help with that, I mean, great. That like everybody needs to. It's, it's good that he's being honest with himself now before he does something and, that you can't take back. Yeah, because so. apparently it was getting out of hand if it got that far. Yeah, so actually... It, it's kind of good he got to a breaking point. Nothing detrimental happened. That way he can kind of see, like, hey, I do need help. Luckily, nobody was hurt. Yeah. There was a... That a court, we know of. That, well, another wife, his wife said nobody was hurt. Oh, okay. Yeah, he said nobody was hurt. Every, like, he's fine. He's still... Like, I don't want to... Like, everybody needs to realize he is still a good person. And like his his wife was, I mean, obviously it's his wife, so he's gonna back him. She's gonna back him up. But there was also a um, uh, a judge filed. I forget what it's called. Basically, it was a um, saying something saying that he was like uh, uh, a health risk to himself or others. So, um, they actually took away something. They actually took away his weapon, so he couldn't do anything. Um. So. Well, yeah, well, some prayers, and hopefully he uh, he comes out on top. Um, are we so going for a while? We have been going how long? Oh, Fifty three minutes now. Dang! You uh, want to just you want to get to the nil college football? Yeah, we can talk about name, image, and likeness real quick. So, college uh, football, or uh, actually, it wasn't even college football. It was the state legislature, basically, or all of them for the. Uh, Basically, NCAA athletes can now, under new name, image, and likeness rules, they can actually make money off of endorsement deals that Bennett, that uh, utilizes their name, image, and likeness. So they can name sign and image and likeness. That's what NIL stands for. Right? Yeah, yeah, NIL. Okay. Nobody calls it NIL. That's like endorsements. Like, hey, Nike sponsored me, so now I get a bunch of money from Nike. Yeah, in theory, yes. Now you're not necessarily going to have Nike sponsoring you as a college athlete, but like basically, like your local shops and stuff, like your local stores, your local. Um, businesses and things you can be sponsored and get paid Dude, by those guys. What, what do you think about that? So I, I mean, I think I don't know. Um, they're already getting paid. They're already getting paid on the table anyway. Like the, the stars. I mean, and, and it's not like every single athlete is going to be getting paid anyway. It's only going to be the big. It's only going to be the big names. Yeah, but they were getting paid to go to different schools. Well, I mean, you don't think that's going to be a factor now? What school? What which area can make I, me the most money? Fixed that. I well, no, it didn't. Going to get paid to go to certain. No, it's basically. So people. this is basically. It's going to. This is going to turn into. Which area can give me the most money? And I think this is going to be benefit. This is going to bring some programs back. This is going to bring programs like the U or USC back up with recruit. They're going to get the recruits that they want, and they're going to eventually, kind of be back you keep hearing like oh is the u back or is the u is usc coming back um like some of these blue buds or blue bloods sorry blue buds some of these blue bloods that have like these businesses that are like big time supports like big time support their uh their college team blue like blood. who blue blood sorry to cut you off oh, blue blood? yeah the blue bloods the blue bloods what do you mean? Yeah, so, like a blue, so blue bloods are like the teams that used to that are like tradition that were traditionally good they're like the old school teams that were good so like 
Like Ohio State's a blue blood. Alabama's a blue blood. But uh, but they're still good. Some like examples of like examples of blue bloods that are no longer that aren't good anymore are like USC, the yeah. U, Nebraska, the Wolverines, Florida State, Texas, or Notre Dame. Those are like blue bloods. Gotcha. Teams that were like historically good and still do good occasionally, but like they just haven't really been super uh, into it recently. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be a bad thing for at least for the team itself. So, like, someone like a couple players are going to be making a bunch of money, some aren't. I mean, that's kind of how it is in the NFL now. Yeah. You know, some players are stars, some players aren't, but yeah, I, I mean, don't know. Younger guys, bigger egos. I mean, that's going to be an issue. That's going to be something they're going to have to – the coaches are going to have to navigate. So they're going to have to worry about – so the, here we go. we got the good and the bad. So I've already named some – I already named one thing that I think was good, that like we'll have more teams, more parity in college football. This is not, This is going to get recruits to go to more places. I think this is it's going to turn um, like colleges into more like – get more hometown prospects like players from Miami. They're going to get more players from Miami rather than losing them to teams like Ohio State or Alabama, because now these players were brought up in Miami. They can, the, the businesses around there are familiar with those players and they're going to support them better. And it's going to give them more reason to stay in Miami. Now I'm just using Miami as an example. Um, this, this will happen everywhere. Like Nebraska, USC, Florida state, those kind of places. Um, I think combined with the potential playoff expansion that we've talked about in past podcasts, I think it would make yeah, I think it would give college football more parity. Um, the bad, you're about to have a lot more personalities become a much bigger problem for coaches. Um, they're going to have to worry about that locker room, uh, like how the locker room meshes, like you said, because there's going to be the guy, there's going to be the quarterback that's making uh, the. <laughs> Bryce Alabama, Alabama quarterback Bryce Young is nearing seven figures with his endorsements, according to Nick Saban. That's a million dollars as a college quarterback. Has he hasn't even played a single snap as a starting quarterback for for Alabama? He's already how that. popular he'd be in college. <laughs> no kidding. So, I mean, that's gonna that's gonna turn into an issue because you're gonna have some dudes that are like, okay, well, fuck this guy. Because he's making all this money, I'm a good player. I'm a like like some offensive lineman. Like I'm an essential part of this team. Why aren't I getting paid? Right? They might make some money, but they're not going to make. They're not making seven. Or they're not making a million dollars. And this just officially came through July first, or in July, right? Yeah, this is just this is just a recent thing. This just recently became a, a thing. But like immediately, as soon as as soon as it was passed, um, like. Contracts were already signed because they knew it was getting passed. Like people, like there were a bunch of endorsements already being released. Um, so, the another bad thing that I see from this potentially, some players are going to start becoming more focused on money than actually winning football. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think the I think the good teams, the good programs, the good coaches are going to be able to sidestep that. They're going to be able to focus their players. Um, I don't think Nick Saban's going to have an issue focusing his players. I don't think Ryan Day or Dabo Sweeney's going to have a, a, an issue focusing their players. It's, ha- it's how do these other coaches that are desperate for these recruits to come in, and then they get these recruits, how are they going to deal with their, those players? Because let's face it, Ryan Day, Lincoln Riley, Nick Saban, and um, Dabo, they're not desperate for uh, for high-level recruits. they got a bunch of them. So... 
how did it's, it's when once this these endorsements start coming out for these uh, recruits, like seeing what they could happen. Like, hey, look, you can get like if there is that five star from Miami, and there's that local business that's like, hey, we want you to, we want to sponsor you, but we're only going to sponsor you if you're in Miami, right? Okay, well now, how does that how, how focuses that person on on actually competing? How focused is he on actually trying to win a national championship, or is he just trying to get his money? Because let's face it, these eighteen year old kids they don't make the best decisions. You and I are eighteen. We're 19. We, for uh, basically our our entire young adult lives, we have known each other. We've made some pretty shitty decisions together. If I had that amount of money when I was that age, can you imagine how much trouble we would jail or dead? Yeah, you can you imagine how much trouble we would have gotten in? <laughs> yeah, even well, us being in the military. Like, oh. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, so I mean that 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 I think that's going to be a major concern. Um, so like I said. I've already brought up how uh, Bryce Young nearing seven figures. That's incredible as a college quarterback. But this has also brought up one other thing. Reggie Bush wants to see himself reinstated into the NCAA record books. He wants his Heisman back. He wants his records back. Do you think he should get that back with the rules changing now? I think so. Okay. Tell me why. I don't know. I mean – he won that stuff. Like, come on. He can't just take this stuff. We, I mean, we know he did, but he also accepted like $300,000 in money. Okay. Yeah, he was paid to go there. Okay. So, so okay. So, here's what I said. I, I, okay, look. Here's you know a, how many people are paid to go places? A lot. Yes. Okay. So, oh, shit. I, I, I experienced personally how players get in trouble for this stuff with Ohio State. We got. We got a one-year bull ban, and we were undefeated that year. It was Urban Meyer's first year. The the tattoo five, as they refer to themselves, they also want their stuff. They just try to, you know, they just try to make a statement. No. So you say yes, I say no. Why? So yes, the rules were probably stupid at the time, right? And just just like just like I'll, I'll use marijuana as an example. A lot of people disagree with mar- with the marijuana being against the law, but if they passed a legislation across the country today that says Marijuana is now legal in all 50 states. Are they going to release every drug dealer that was arrested for dealing marijuana? No, no but okay. I'm not saying. All right. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm using not, marijuana I'm not saying as an example. He, he should get all this stuff back because the rule changed. I'm just saying he sh- it shouldn't have been taken away in the first place. Well, no. And just like, I mean, you can make the argument that people that were caught dealing a few grams of marijuana or that had a few grams of marijuana probably shouldn't have been arrested in the first place, but it still happened. Yeah, that's fair. So I'm 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 saying no, he should not get it back. No, my tattoo five buckeyes should not get their stuff back. Same rules apply. At the time they were the, and, and Reggie Bush did it at a time when those rules were much more strict. Like there was no questioning whether that was a rule or not. So, you know, I'm 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 hard on the no. You you knew it was a rule, you did it anyway. You gotta accept that. Whatever punishments come with it. That's true. All right, guys. So that's pretty much all we got for today. Thank you all so much for listening, um, especially like those of you that are giving us feedback to make us better at this. We really appreciate it. Um, we have a lot of fun with this. We hope you have a lot of fun listening to us. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're close to football season. We're close to doing these close to once a week rather than once every two or three weeks. Um, super excited about that. Super excited for football. 50 days from regular season NFL kick, uh, kickoff. And even less than that from regular season college football kicking off. I cannot wait. All right. Peace out. Yeah, guys. Have a great week, a couple weeks, and we'll see you next time. See ya.